Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Breakthroughs with Brie, where we are talking about all of the topics that have helped us have breakthroughs in our spiritual and personal development journeys. I'm your host, Brie, Healing with Brie on social media. I'm a channeler. I'm an energy healer. I'm an astrologer. I'm a tarot reader, and I'm a soul alignment coach. And what I do in that is I teach people how to shift their consciousness and dissolve their fears and patterns so that they can tap into abundant and authentic and ease lives where they feel freedom and all that good stuff that they want to feel. So on today's episode, we are doing a monthly forecast. We are forecasting the energy for February of 2024 with a tarot spread, bringing in some channeled messages, all of that good stuff. And I already pulled the spread and it is so juicy. There are so many major arcana cards, which indicate really powerful, like overarching themes and messages and experiences that I cannot wait to talk about. Um, But before I get into that, I just wanted to remind you guys, um, if you're not already on my email list, please join it. One, you never know what happens with social media, like weird things happen all the time. And Ultimately, what I want is to be able to stay connected with the people who want to hear the messages that come through and want to see what kinds of things I'm feeling inspired to create. And really the most surefire way that you're always going to be able to be in touch with me and hear what's going on is if you're on the email list. In addition to that, I do weekly channeled messages that are like super cute. One thing for you to think about going into the week, which a lot of people really enjoy and I am going to be pausing my availability for my Akashic single sessions. I'm going to be scaling back from that a little bit because I'm going to be channeling through and creating a new group container. I really like having sort of different options for you guys to be able to access whatever stuff wants to come through me. And one of the ways, of course, is for free for you guys, this podcast and social media. Of course, another way is for you to schedule individual sessions with me on my website, healingwithbree.net. And then sort of the next thing up from there is doing one-on-one coaching for three or six months. I know that's a big jump from like doing a single session to coaching. So I'm really excited to create a program that from like a price point is definitely in between there. So if you still want to be able to work together and really release some of those patterns and really learn how to shift your consciousness in areas that have a really big impact on your quality of life, that you have the option to do that. All of that to say, I'm going to be announcing when those come out on my email list and the people on my email list get the first dibs at the open spots. They're the first ones to hear about any promotions or discounts that I do. So I will put the link in the show notes about how you can literally just click it, put in your information and sign up for the list if you haven't already. And of course, let me know if you got any questions. But with that, I cannot wait to talk about all of the energy that February has for us in this coming month. So let's do it. Okay, everyone, the energy of February. This is a powerful one. So I am going to refer back to the yearly forecast that I did, or rather the forecast that I did for the whole year of 2024. And I don't know if you guys have listened to that. If you haven't, please go back because it's fascinating. It's wonderful. But the energy that we had for February was the energy of the month from that point in time. And what was most likely was Major Arcana 2, which is a judgment card. And the energy that we could leverage to make the most out of the month was Major Arcana 16, which is the Tower card. These are both kind of like big 
big carts. Talked a little bit about the meaning of it on then, but I'm keeping that in mind as I'm as I'm doing this spread. And to be honest, there's a lot of connections in the themes of it. So I'm excited to talk to you about it. The spread that I'm doing for the monthly forecast is this. I'm pulling a card for the major energy of the month. Then I'm doing two different like mini spreads underneath that of two places where we have the opportunity to have a lot of growth or breakthroughs expansion, right? Both areas might apply to you. One might resonate with you more than the other. That's kind of the whole point so that it can kind of like, of course, we're all having slightly different experiences. I like being able to say here are like two big themes that are really working in this month if you want to be mindful and work in them. And then finally, I have one last card with like, what's the potential that this month really has to give us? Like, what's the energy we can really take into the month to feel our best, to get the most out of it? You know what I'm saying? So the first card that we have for the spread, what does the energy of this month have for us? And we got Major Arcana 15, the devil card. Do not be afraid of this card. I know that the like lore that we have around the archetype of the devil is like super scary. I even get that the artwork on this card, if you're watching on video, which is YouTube or Spotify, you're looking at the artwork of this. I know the artwork looks a little scary, but I promise it's not scary. I'm going to talk a little bit more about it. And then the two areas of growth that we have is Major Arcana Zero, the Fool, and then Major Arcana Six, the Lovers. <laughs> incredible, incredible. Like those are both two very fortunate cards in the Major Arcana. And there's synchronicity between a lot of them that I'm going to talk about, which is like blowing my mind a little bit. And then um, the energy that we can really tap into that has a lot of potential for us this month that we can take in is the Queen of Wands. And then I'll talk about the spreads for each of those two categories as we get into it. But let's start to piece this apart. Brie, what the heck does that even mean? Well, I'd be so happy to tell you. The Devil card, the energy of the month. And I'm going to ask the guides, please, to guide my presence to be of greatest service. Please share any information, share any guidance, add anything into this that you think would be most supportive to everybody that's listening. All right. So this month, the energy being the devil card, I feel like what is going to be going on this month is we're really going to get, I don't really like the word tested. Can you give me another word? We're really going to find our edge on sort of like human condition, our ego mind, and how integrated that is with our spiritual self and our soul self. The reason why I say that is because this devil card, the only reason this devil card gets into trouble is because it's in this whole human experience without any of the spiritual or soul element. It's like without any of that informed in it at all, like literally all that exists to this archetype in the devil card, it's just the material. It's just your desires and your senses and surviving and, and, you know, all of the like urges that motivate you when you're not motivated from your soul, which could be sex, money, power, like without any of that stuff, that's all that that's left. Fear, right? Control. Like those are the only things that are left when you don't have your intuition and your heart center and like all of those other spiritual perspectives integrated into it. And so when those are not in the picture and all that's driving the ship are all of these very like human condition 
<laughs> things, um, we get into a little trouble. That, and honestly, that's when we're miserable. That's when we experience hell on earth, you know, is when we're so ruled by those things. But here's the good news about this is that we don't have to be controlled by those things. And we don't even have to like get rid of those impulses. The magic sauce here is becoming aware of them and integrating them in with that spiritual soul self. And you're like, okay, Brie, I kind of get that in theory. What does that, what does that mean? What is like, what question mark? <laughs> Let me get the guides to chime in on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're saying that it's about the, like, your intention and your purpose behind things. Yeah, the whole point of us being here is that our soul gets to have this human experience. So we want to be embodied. We want to be connected to our human nature. We want our nature to be part of what's co-creating our experience. But again, when our human nature is the only thing that we believe is a thing or, like, the only thing that motivates what we're doing, it's the only thing that's behind our intentions, our purpose behind things. That's when we get miserable. That's when we get tripped up. And that's when we have this kind of like hellish experience, right? So when we are really thinking about what's motivating us, when we're thinking about where our desires are rooted in, when we're thinking about what our intentions are behind our actions, are they just from that sort of human nature, very materialistic sort of place or are they considering in this greater purpose that you have access to through your soul and your spirit are they connected to your love energy are they connected to your inner wisdom right or is it like a combination of your human nature in that or is it really just the part of your brain that is operating from scarcity and fear and like really over consumed with a lot of the mundane stuff right? In such a way that you literally feel like you're shackled, you're restricted, you like, you're so burdened down by the weight of being so preoccupied and only managing to that. That's another thing on this card on the artwork is they're literally chained, right? They're like restricted, blocked off because of all of the things you got to do to just be human and survive. Long story to say, I do feel like the energy of this month is going to have us confront some of that in ourselves. Because it's not until we confront those elements of ourselves that we find freedom. Freedom is possible. Freedom is, is us and is ours to grab for ourselves at any point. So are you willing to sort of venture through maybe some of these shadow elements of yourself, of your psyche, really learn how to relate to them and how to move through them and process them to be able to liberate yourself, to be able to free yourself and therefore be able to like integrate the human nature part of yourself with your soul self, with your spirituality to find like actual empowerment and freedom. We're going to be confronting that this month. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, associations with this card can mean like where we have addictions, compulsions, depression, anxiety, right? Like where is all of that coming from? Where is it coming from in your life? Where is it in your life? First of all, can we be honest about where we're experiencing that? And I just feel called to say you experiencing that does not mean that you're a bad person. It does not mean anything's wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. You're actually the way that your body is responding to what's really going on 
is so normal, <laughs> right? So if there being a struggle with some sort of addiction or compulsion or anxiety or depression is not some character flaw, then maybe we can ask ourselves a question of like, okay, what's really going on? Can I just compassionately get curious about what's happening? Can I take more of just an objective look at what's contributing to my situation and my experience so that if I do want to rework it to have a different experience, I know where to start making adjustments. We got to learn how to relate to ourselves that way. And most of us did not. Most of us did not. So if you don't know how to start to interact with and move through and relate to and process some of these elements of yourself, if you don't know how to do that, that's okay. It's important to acknowledge that so that the next thing that you can ask is how do I do it? How can I learn how to do it? Is it a podcast? Is it a book? Is it a session with somebody? Is it therapy? Like what, what is, what is the next step then for you to learn how to do it? Because you got to learn how to relate to this stuff differently. If you don't want it to control you period, period, period. Okay. <laughs> Going into some of our fun stuff. That was, that was fun too. But some of the stuff that's, that has a little bit different of an energy behind it. We have two different areas where we can have a lot of breakthroughs and growth and expansion this month. If we want to mindfully engage in that. One of the areas is related to major arcana zero, which is the fool. Oh, I love the major arcanas. And especially this was one of my favorites. The fool is about really feeling and knowing the unlimited potential and possibilities. There are literally unlimited possibilities out there. Truly, like let your brain just absorb that for a minute. There are unlimited possibilities. That's great. That's great news for us. That means the things that we want are possible. So many different versions of what we want, totally possible. When we have that sort of ability to tap into that innate optimism, that innate openness, that innate hope and faith, right? We, that orients our energy in such a way to where we can actually start to connect with those possibilities and pull them into like our timeline, pull them into our experience. Right. But if we're not, if we're staying closed-minded and pessimistic, and again, we're letting our human mind rule us instead of our soul lead our experience, then we're shutting off possibilities before they can even happen. All of it is possible. Why are we shutting it off before it can even happen? Especially if your heart is telling you that's something that you desire. So coming into contact with a part of ourselves that has the ability to like dream and hope and take risks and, and have faith and really feel like, I, yeah, I, this could really happen, right? That's one area where we have the opportunity to expand our growth a little bit. One of the things we need to release in order to do that is the seven of wands. This to me, I am interpreting as we got to let go of the part of us that feels like we have to win all the time. This is a card of like conflict and sometimes conflict and like fighting for what we want can be kind of exhilarating, but it also can be exhausting. And 
that energy of coming into something like we just got, we just wanted to fight, like we got to win, right? That's not always the most supportive energy to us. And the energy for us to embody is the queen of pentacles. And what that combination of this means to me is that we've got to stop being so attached to maybe success and winning and instead be dedicated to letting things flow through us, like being dedicated to the experience being dedicated to ourselves, trusting in ourselves, trusting in the universe, trusting in like all of the stuff around us to let things flow through us. Because when we're so attached to winning, when we're so attached to success, we block off again, possibility and potential coming back to the full card. We're like blocking off all of these roads and potentials. We're resisting them when really that's where our magic is. That's where the path to our dreams is. Right. And it's just because our mind is telling us whatever story it's telling us that we got to win. Why is winning the only experience that we are accepting? Why is like winning and success, the only experience that we're tolerating? That seems silly. There's so much we can learn from any experience. There's, and again, if we trust the universe, if we trust that it's supporting us and bringing us to our dreams and the things we're trying to manifest the quickest way, like, why wouldn't we just be in surrender? Why does our mind need to make it a very, you know, narrow prescription of what we think that experience should be? And honestly, that ties back to the devil card too, because part of the devil card is like, we really narrow our experience when we're only focused on the human stuff, you know, like we, we restrict our own experience by only focusing on those things. And the queen of pentacles, she's very embodied. The pentacles is the suit of like the earth. It's a very spiritually aware way to be in our human experience. It's a very intuitively connected way to be in our body and to experience all of the things of the earth and being a human, it's receiving that experience, being in that like yin and receptive mode, which is really letting things flow through because you have confidence, because you have trust, because you feel safe, right? It's very creative. We can finally let our like creative ideas and inspiration take their full form, go from the inspiration to the idea to the passion, to the action. And then they're like a physical thing. They've like the creation process is finished, right? The queen of pentacles allows that creation process to all the way come through because she lets it flow all the way through. She stays really embodied. She stays in that energy of trust, which again, ties back to the full card being in faith and hope. And she specifically has a lot of faith and trust in herself. And that's the kind of energy we got to embody if we want to really tap into our ability to believe in all of the possibilities and potentials and take the risks and things that initiate and start the domino effect for those dreams that we want to come to life. So that's one area where we have some growth. We have some growth opportunities some expansion opportunity this year. I'm going to take a quick break and then I'm going to come in and talk about the second area and then the final card. Okay. Our second area of growth this month that's available to us if we want to be mindful with it. The lover's card, number six. Oh, this is so cool that it's like in February and we get Valentine's Day too. It's month two, which is that of partnership and duality, just like the month two for February, technically the energy of this particular year and the month is actually a one, but I'll go into the numerology later. 
But anyway, the lovers, this is the potential that we have for some growth this month. I'm going to tap into the guides for your contribution to this. What would you like us to know about this area of growth represented by this lover's card? They're saying, yes, there is going to be a lot of potential for people to meet partners this month. If you've been trying to manifest a romantic like life partner, there is definitely potential for that this month. And I'm going to talk more about that. Maybe it's like long-term friendships or things like relationships that have this, this sort of long-term element to them. There's potential for that to manifest this month. If you are doing the work to be conscious in this part of your life and not do it the same way that you've been doing it. Yeah, because sort of the subconscious experience trying to attract relationships is going to be repeating a lot of thoughts and feelings and behaviors and ways of relating to it. And it's definitely feeling like we got to, we got to start shifting that a little bit if we want to have a different kind of experience, but there's a lot of potential for that with this month with the lover's card. It does feel like there's another element to this too, guys. What was that that you wanted to say? Yeah, they're saying that there's also an element of this card that has to do with, with our union and partnership. And it's basically coming out of like solo energy. <laughs> it's through allowing ourselves to partner and merge with something else that we can see like a higher purpose sometimes. It's through that experience of loving somebody else or love or having a passion for something and connecting with that, that we get to see this like greater perspective on things, you know, thinking about parents with kids, like the way that loving your kid and like the profound sense of love you have during that experience, that's literally a window into divine love, right? That's like a portal for you to really access and understand that loving your romantic partners, that kind of love for sure. The same thing, the love you have with friends, I mean, the love that you can have for communities in the world, all of that kind of thing. There's a lesson through that experience, it feels like, this month. Where is the love and connection that we have with other people and things that we love showing us something greater about ourselves in the world? Yep. Lover's card. Where we? That's one area of growth. Now, what we got to release to really tap into this. This card... Queen of Swords, it feels like it's telling us that we can take the lessons, we can take the wisdom from those experiences that were difficult or painful, but we can release the pain and the cynicism. Is that a word, cynicism? The cynical nature? Yeah, we can release that. We don't have to be pessimistic. We don't have to be jaded. And in fact, for this spread, that's exactly the energy we need to release, right? I find the best way to do that is to really honestly try and find how and where I'm grateful for those experiences, like genuinely grateful. And I feel a lot of grace and compassion for the version of myself that was involved in that. And maybe it's grace and compassion for the people and where they were at to behave the way that they did and really just finding peace with those situations. So you can release the pain and the sadness and all of that. And you can just move forward with the wisdom which brings us to what to embody, which is the chariot card. And I don't know if you guys remembered card seven of the chariot. And gosh, we had the seven of the 
wands and the other one too. There's so many synchronicities in the spread. It's incredible. But the chariot card was the potential that we have for the year in total. If you go back to the year 2024 energy forecast, which I highly recommend embodying this energy. It feels like we're really getting like one of our first chapters of, of lessons on this energy in February. And this is an overarching message for the year. And the chariot is momentum, but in this spread specifically, especially coming after the queen of swords, it feels like it's taking the knowledge and then it's acting within that knowledge. It's acting from a place of integrating the lessons and integrating the wisdom and being empowered by those experiences, right? There's definitely a certain maturity to the chariot and its ability to understand this is kind of just how this one thing works, but this is what I really want to create for myself. And I know this about myself, so I'm going to kind of manage that, but I also know I want this. It's like, it's that mature thing, part of us that's able to balance, balance different parts of it and not be angry and sort of like a younger child or teenager, like rebelling against the way that it is like, no, I can see the way that it is. And I know how I can create movement and motion and momentum within it. Right. Yeah. And it feels like this is even connects back up into the energy of the month because one of the archetypes with the devil card is, is when we feel restricted, when we feel like we're shackled. Right. And the chariot is a really empowered way of working within quote unquote limitations. Again, it's a maturity of understanding where things are the way they are and where I actually have choice and freedom to still make what I want happen, which is also really tying in the empowered energy of the full card of being able to let, look, there's like unlimited possibilities of things. So how can I make that happen? How can I let that flow through me? Talking about queen of pentacles and create momentum. And this is in the chariot that's in relationship to this lover's card, which is a very big, very big theme in everybody's lives, overarching thing. That's why it's a major arcana and very fortunate thing where there's partnership, where there's union, where our passion and our love and our ability to experience that gives us a window into this greater perspective about ourselves and the world. How like how sacred that kind of experience can be, right? So in that, wherever area in your life that you're getting the idea that that's tied to, releasing that queen of swords energy that we talked about and embodying your ability to take action with the wisdom and maturity that you have from those experiences so that you can create momentum. You're going to have momentum in the area of the lover's card and whatever that means for you, according to the spread, which is very exciting. And finally, the card of what final message, what energy we can take into this month, what the potential of this month is for us. And that is the queen of wands. I said, we got a lot of queens. We got the queen of pentacles showed up, the queen of wands showed up and the queen of swords showed up. So we got three of the four queens today. (laughs) That's a lot of yin receiving, appreciating that type of energy when we got the queens. Now the queen of wands and gosh, there's so many, okay, there's so many synchronicities. I'm getting excited. Let me just, I got to start somewhere. Slow down, breathe. My mind's going too fast. Slow down, start in one spot. <laughs> okay, so the queen of wands. Wands is a suit of fire, which is passions, which is enthusiasm, which is our literal energy, okay? 
our magic, really, because our magic is in energy, even if you think of like the quantum physics of it all, right? Now, the queen of wands is in a state of appreciation of flow with that passion, enthusiasm, inspiration, energy, and she lets it flow through her. And therefore, she literally taps into and makes magic happen. She's joyful. She's warm. She's optimistic, right? And this synchronicity I was, I was talking about, so the little black cat in this, there's a mythology I was just reading about in a book about this that says that, that literally, these are the words, the devil gifted the queen of wands with a black cat to help protect her from, you know, any bad things from happening. Well, what was the card for the month? The devil. Wow. And really what the, the meaning of all of that is, is that when we stay in a state of joy, like literally enjoying things, being in the things that bring us passion and that make us feel really good and hopeful and then enthusiastic when we stay committed to staying in that energy, receiving that from wherever you want to call it, our heart and our soul and letting it flow through us into our experience, we kind of stay in a little bit of a protection bubble. It's a very powerful energy to be in. It's a very powerful vibration to stay in. And when we're looking at the world through those eyes and when we're really committed to our joy, we experience a lot of really wonderful miracles. We experience a lot of beautiful things. doesn't mean we're never going to experience anything that might not feel or it doesn't mean we won't experience anything bad ever, but our experience with that will be vastly different when we are in this queen of wands energy. Our perspective on it will be different. The way we process it and relate to it will be different. And therefore we will have a very different kind of experience with it and just in our lives in general. So tap into your joy this month, truly and honestly. That could be an assignment that we should have for every moment of every day forever, but especially in this month where things might feel a little heavy or things might feel a little tricky, or you might find yourself having some triggers exposed with this devil card, right? If you need to learn how to come into contact with those things, to process them and move through them, make that happen for yourself. Take that empowered approach of like, okay, great. I know that this is something that I just don't know how to do. It doesn't mean anything bad about me, but I want to know how to do it because I know that's what's going to make me feel more free and more healthy and more abundant and all the things. Let that give yourself that experience, right? And then the two areas where we're having the opportunity to grow more is, is really our own mindset and our ability to believe in and see and connect to all of the possibilities that lay ahead of us for us to have a deep belief in that. And therefore, our ability to kind of take our first steps and risks in getting towards that. And then also in the area of the lovers, the things that we love, the people that we love, the places where we are in partnership or in union or in commitment to something that we love or cherish and all of the things that that shows us and all of the sacred ways that that changes us. Those are the two areas where we have a lot of room of growth. And again, be in that joy energy, really let yourself feel your passion for life. Let yourself feel your passion and enjoyment for life. When all else fails, when you're not sure what to do, the simplest step is, is what would feel most deeply joyful for me right now. So that is the tarot spread and the energy for February, the energy forecast. I'm going to take a quick break and then we're going to wrap up with a couple more messages for the month of February. 
thank you everybody for tuning into these episodes. I've loved everybody's feedback and everybody seems to really enjoy these episodes, which is why I'm going to do them monthly. I think it's so cool when we can mindfully come into the month, when we can come in eyes wide open and have a few things that we're thinking of top of mind. We have a little bit of guidance and suggestions about how to navigate those things. I just feel like it can be so empowering. So I hope that that's what these episodes are for you. If there's a certain question you want me to ask in the spread, or there's something in particular that you want me to add to these when I'm channeling in and doing messages, please send me your suggestions. DM me on Instagram at Healing with Bree. You can send me an email if you want. You can, wherever you get a hold of me, just get a hold of me, you know, <laughs> and let me know what you would like to hear about the month ahead. What would be supportive to you? What would be helpful to you? I'd be so excited to add that in. And the last thing that I'll mention is the numerology for the month. Now, just a reminder, the collective year for 2024 is an eight. We talked about that in the 2024 year forecast. So please go back and listen to that to know more. You add together all of the digits of the year. It equals eight. Each number one through nine has its own unique energy. Eight has its own energy. That's the energy that the collective is going to be experiencing in this year, 2024. Now, when you add the year number, the collective year number to the digit of the month, whatever that is, is the energy of the month underneath the collective year. Okay. So in January, we had a nine month. So there were a lot of endings. There were a lot of completion cycles. There might've been metaphorical deaths um, of things that were kind of like wrapping up and integrating before we start a new cycle. That was the energy of January. Technically this episode's coming out at the end of January. So I wonder if we're still a little bit in that energy, especially with that big Pluto move. And Pluto was a very much the, the archetype of Pluto and archetype of nine is like almost the exact same thing. <laughs> so we had a big transit with Pluto, moved into Aquarius at the end of January, having a big full moon that happened at the end of January. That's really going to help us release things. So there's a little bit of that energy in January. And then in February, technically the numerology in connection with that overarching year number eight is a one. So the numerology for February is a one, which is new beginnings independence, initiation, all of that good stuff. I'm wondering if we're still going to have a little bit of that nine energy at the beginning of February and maybe partway through February, we're going to start to feel that one where there's new opportunities. We're starting to see the vision for new things to start. We're starting to like take the steps to bring that to life. It's very much like the full card <laughs> energy possibilities, taking risks, that sort of thing the initiation of all of that. I wonder if we're, if we're going to feel that a little bit into the second part of the month, but that's the numerology for that. And you guys will have to let me know if that resonates for you. Remember, if you want to work with me, healingwithbree.net on my single sessions, you'll see whatever I have available to do, work one-on-one -on -one with me for, again, a single session. And I still have some spots open in my coaching program. Again, I'm teaching people how to shift their consciousness and really work through and dissolve some of their fears and patterns so that they can tap into their full potential for their life. They can live in a life that feels more abundant and full of ease as opposed to that sort of like survival, tense, urgent, fear-based experience because we really have to learn how to shift from one to the other. And there's a lot of deep healing work that we do in that coaching container to do that. And usually that's attached to whatever goal you have for your life. Like what would your life look like if you were out of the survival mode and in this thriving mode? What would your life look like when you're abundant? 
What'd your life look like when you're in your full authenticity? What would your life look like when you are fully living and being led by your soul and intuition based on what that means for you? The coaching container like becomes crafted to support you moving towards that goal. And it's like a rocket ship, man. Boom. Like all of the big lessons that your guides know that you need to have to get there and to make some serious strides towards that, depending on if you're doing three or six months is all things that happen in that program. So I invite you to check that out. Healingwithbree.net. You'll see it under the work with me, the one-on-one coaching. You'll see all the options that I have available for that. And then remember, subscribe to my email list so that you're the first to hear about group coaching containers that are going to come up as a option sort of in between like a single coaching session or a single session and the full on stuff. Thank you guys so much for being here. Like, and subscribe to the podcast. If you enjoyed it, share it with a friend and I will be back next week to have more breakthroughs with you.